Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to another bonus edition of the Attacking Scrum podcast, and absolutely loads has happened over this weekend, so we've got an awful lot to run through. Uh, Dan Killick's alongside me to, to do that. Evening, Dan. Evening, Jed. I'm still sweating profusely. It's, uh, yeah, it's obscenely hot, isn't it? I can't. I've got about four fans on me, <laughs> and uh, I, need, uh, I need a few more. That's it. I, I say you're alongside me. You're alongside me via the, via the phone again, and it's probably just yeah. as well, because you don't need any... Don't need any extra, extra body heat in this house at the moment because I am sweltering. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, I bet you're like a radiator there. Yeah, it's not uh, not ideal for me, I have to say. But yeah, it's, as you said when we're off air, you moan about it when it's raining and you moan about it when it's too hot. It's the, the classic. That's it, yeah. Right. So this evening we've got plenty to get through. As always, we're going to be reviewing the New Zealand Maori game. Have a quick look ahead to the midweek game with the Chiefs. Also going to be predicting our test lineups of what we think Gatland is going to pick. But first, while we're on the topic of selection, the news really this weekend has been dominated by uh, some rather... I know where this is going. Yeah, some rather left-field selections that Mr Gatland has called out, some reinforcements. So anyone who hasn't been following this, and I don't know where you, where you will have been, there are six new additions into the squad this week. So... Christian Dacey, Tom Francis, Corey Hill and Gareth Davis have all flown over um, from, well, actually, they didn't need to fly over. They were in New Zealand already. And then Alan Dell and Finn Russell have flown over from Australia, the two Scots, to join up with the squad also. So they're likely to feature from the bench on uh, on Tuesday when the, uh, the, Chiefs, um, the Chiefs host the Lions. But, I mean, this has caused all kinds of controversy, basically, you know, dictating that geography has uh, has put these players into a lion's shirt rather than merit. I'm going to start with that then, Dan. Has this kind of devalued the shirt? Well, yeah. I mean, it it it, it has really, isn't it? Um, 
I mean, you know, just to think that some of those uh, some of those players, you know, well, sorry, all of those players will you know, they're lions now, aren't they? They're yeah, actual okay. they're actual lions. You know, it's it's quite hard to believe, but I don't agree with um, with all the sort of vitriolic comments that are coming, you know, coming Gatland's way, and uh, but more importantly towards the players. You know, um, it's not as, it's not. It's not a sense, it's not their fault, is it? They've been no. they've been selected, and you can imagine how uh, they must feel so sort of small getting on the uh, you know, get on the coaches and meeting up with the guys like hi you know hi hi chaps you know um, and some of them probably aren't too sure of, of who you know who they are even but um, it's yeah just, the thing is it's it's been done isn't it and for me I just think there's no nothing, nothing good can come out of uh, can come out of the, the the criticism and negativity that's out there. But I don't agree with what he's done. I'll put that out there. Yeah, but I mean, I think everyone's got a reason to 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 kind of criticise it if they don't agree with it. You know, I don't think. You oh have, yeah, everyone's. It's not, yeah, no, it's everyone's not got within their right. Maybe not want the Lions to win on Saturday. Still, very much, you know, it has nothing has waned in in that regard. But I think it's you know it's right to question the decision. Yeah, yeah. No, everyone's entitled there, right? But I just would have preferred for, you know, the sort of uh, for it to for, it, for everyone to have more chat about it after, uh, after the uh, the tour. I think um, there'll be plenty of that if they lose. There'll be oh yeah, I mean, tons of that if, if if we lose the tour. There will be, won't there? There'll be uproar. Um, but I just I just preferred for it to be silent and 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 you know for us to have a you know for everyone to have their have their voice afterwards. I know that's um, that's pie yeah, in the sky just, stuff and dreaming. Not, yeah, you just can't have that anymore. You know, in the world of social media and instant, nah. you know, it's just, everyone's got a platform instantly to to voice their opinion. And you know, generally speaking, I think that's a really good thing because it means that the likes of us can build an audience. It's you know, I, I, I just think they're going to have to you know yeah. have to deal with it. I, mean, so I agree with you though on the point that it's not the players' fault. You know, what you're supposed to do. If yeah. You, if you're Corey Hill or, or Christian Dacey, you're not going to turn down the chance that you've got a lion, are you? Bloody hell, they must be. I mean, <laughs> I mean they can't. I mean they can't sleep. They're thinking, I am, you know, I'm a lion. You know, what on earth? Must be pinching themselves. But I think out of the players that have been uh, have been drafted in now, it's a little bit split, isn't it? A lot of people felt that Finn Russell at the time was unlucky to, yeah. uh, you know, unlucky not to be there. So, you know, that's. Um, you know, a lot of people are happy with with that, especially after uh, Scotland's uh, Scotland's cracking win against Australia. He, show, he showed what he's capable of in that game, didn't he? He did, yeah. He showed uh, he showed a lot of, a lot of class. Um, and then, well, Dell, you know, he's uh, he's not a bad player, is he? But um, I don't think uh, anyone would have tipped him to uh, him to have been there. And I think Gareth Davis will offer something pretty. I think he'll he'll, he'll go fairly well, actually. Um, when he comes on, I think Laidlaw's been uh, been incredibly laboured in everything that he's done. So that's you know I think people would would probably feel all right with that. But um, the other boys, you know, good you know good club players, you know. Again, though, on merit, you know, Gareth Davis is a is a Test match quality player. You know, we've seen he's capable of performing at the biggest stage during the World Cup in 2015. But he had an absolute stinker on. On Friday morning for Wales against Tonga, as most of the most of the side did, you know. Meanwhile, Danny Kerr has gone on and shown what he's capable of doing in the Argentina England versus Argentina game. So again, it just it just all feels so bizarre. It is bizarre. It's absolutely bizarre. I thought, I thought when I first saw um, the news breaking, I, I honestly thought that um, that, that it was some sort of joke. Mm. Um, 
I did think that someone had, someone had you know patched something together and fired it out on on social media and it was um uh, it was someone just having a laugh but um no you know there there it was um part of me likes the way Gatland just doesn't give a shit you know mm. he, just, he just you know he must have known that this is going to cause mayhem and he just does it if it comes off and we win it doesn't you know well, it's people, all people then, won't it? well it is but there will still be a lot of chat about you know cheating in the shirt because you know people like Launchbury and uh, you know a number of others you know did, well they they deserve to be there don't they but something we spoke about off air was if we got ten if we got ten injuries mm-hmm. in you know in the, over the next um, the next couple of weeks which could happen you know we it's it's not completely out of the question is it in in this day and age. Um, what would happen then? Would the would the likes of Launchbury and a few of the others be be called up, and and would they then have to acclimatise you know that much later? Because you know we wouldn't be. He's not going to throw Corey Hill in, is he? He's not going to show. He's not going to show Dacey in. Um, what what happens then? Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. In that situation, you can only see them sending for reinforcements from from elsewhere. You know the the guys who arguably should be out there already. I understand the jet lag thing because you know it is, a, it is a quick turnaround but if they're coming over to sit on the bench you know if you're deciding that this game is winnable with with those kind of players on the bench then you know I don't think it's it's that much to ask that you can fly in the best players you know and they even if they're, they're sat on the bench you know potentially not fully fit for that game they're still then going to be playing a large part in training they're out there and have a a chance of, of getting towards Mm. Test, you know, the second or third yeah. test, if if they're required. It's also the um, it's also I'm also concerned about the feeling within the camp, how that yeah. sits with with others. I mean, the interview with Peter Romani after the game, you know, how much of an honour it was to to firstly play for the Lions, well, firstly be selected in in the squad, then to play for the Lions, then captain, you know, the side against against you know the calibre of the Maoris. He he was getting a bit emotional, you know, um, and then. You know, then players have been drafted in just because of just because of where they're positioned. Um, I, I, I'm, there must be some conversations being had behind closed doors with with the players. You know, like yeah, in their hotel, in their rooms, you know, in the bars. I just hope that that's not going to uh, it's not going to have any effect. But the, the spirit there seems, seems to be fantastic, doesn't it? But it it, it can it could be something like this that uh, that rocks that rocks the boat a little bit too much, um, especially when you know, a number of the say English chaps will know will know launch and will be will be feeling for it. You know, they yeah, really will be. yeah, exactly. I completely understand that, and you're right. I hope that is the I hope that is the case that the spirit is you know is remains strong and it doesn't upset any figures within yeah. the camp. It just all. I don't get the. Um, I, I don't get the if 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 we're if we're just gonna if we're gonna play you know, the boys that we drafted in in the um, you know they're in the midweek uh, the midweek squad. And it's, it's his Scotland's chat is that it's going to take you know if we flew over you know launch for a few of the other boys that they would um, they'd have to acclimatise. Yeah. He's almost he's almost he's almost basically by by doing what he's done he almost doesn't really care too much about that midweek game. So if they come in and they haven't had a wink of sleep and they go awfully mm. the likes of launch, it doesn't matter, does it? Because because of what he's done. So I yeah, it is utterly bizarre. It's one of the strangest things to happen. In uh, in the modern in the in, in the modern games, it really is. It feels to me as though 
you know, it kind of almost has the feel of like a Sunday league game. Do you know what I mean? It's like a WhatsApp's been fired around going, oh, anyone got a mate who can play? We're, uh, you know, we need someone to come and sit on the bench. Well, it's worth, it's worth dropping. Is it worth flying over and just taking your pack, putting your boots exactly. in and just saying, look, you know, I, I'm here. Um, you know, you have to give me, a, give, you know, give me a nod. And it, well, that's the thing is it has happened in the past. You know, we know obviously Shane turned up for the Lions having been, you know, having not played test rugby for 18 months, was playing in Japan at the time. Andy Nicholl, it's happened to twice. Tom Court on the last tour. You know, all players who probably weren't there on merit, but they're kind of, you know, they're, they're one-offs there. And all of those players had played, you know, had played test rugby, had, had a fair amount of experience with test rugby as well. That's the thing that's really weird with this. And if it is solely a geographical and logistics-based decision, you know, why why Corey Hill over Johnny Gray, you know, who's who's out there in the, um, who's out there playing for Scotland, you know, only over in Australia at that point. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he um, he doesn't make it easy on himself, does he, Gatland? But uh, if um, if we get the win, then um, he'll say it's it's all justified running. But uh, my God, if we don't, then uh, the uh, the knives will be out, won't they? They will. And just to finish on this topic, then before we kind of actually get down to chatting some rugby. Is it the schedule that's to blame for uh, for all this, though? You know, we said before the tour it was a ridiculously tough schedule and, you know, it's starting to, to have its toll. Could all of this have been avoided with a much more realistic schedule? Yeah, yeah, it could have. But as we discussed, you know, I don't think that, um, you know, we could have we could have got the players out there that, that we all think probably should should have been selected then. Um, Albeit they would be incredibly jet lagged and you know and 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 more you know probably off the pace, but uh, you know there is there is some school of thought that if you got them if you get the mentality right then you're you know they will be so they'd be so up for it when they Joe Lawrence got a call and he came over even if he was absolutely whacked hadn't had any sleep um, you know he, he might just be able to pull something out of the bag just because of just feeling, you know, feeling so great about yeah. about about his chances. Um, plus, he would be on the bench, wouldn't he? So yeah, exactly. I, I, the, yeah, the schedule the schedule isn't isn't great, but I, I, you know, it's not too, it's not it's not to blame. I don't think for this, is it? No, I think I said yeah, I think that's a fair point, and I appreciate there's going to be some players that you're going to want to wrap in cotton wool, but it's a big squad he's had out there already, you know, and you you look at it and go, well, you've still got. Um, you know, you could have called out a few players because Moriarty's come has come back in. Um, you know, he's had to pull out over the weekend. You obviously had Stuart Hogg last week. You know, that could that could then have been the opportunity when Stuart Hogg pulled out last week. He could have gone right. I tell you what, we're going to need we're going to need a fullback. We might need someone who can cover. Uh, you know, can cover ten as well. Is there is there someone I can go um, go and call upon straight away? You know, I think I think this whole thing look it's by all accounts premeditated, which I think actually yeah. makes it Ab- worse. Yeah, absolutely. I think he knew he knew exactly what uh, what he was going to do. Um, this is it, it, yes, it's pretty pretty well planned, isn't it? In the event of you know a few injuries, then we'll do this, or even 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 not. I think he I think he still would have done it. So um, yeah. Yeah, wasn't Corey Hill, didn't didn't Corey Hill um, didn't Gatlin say that he trained 
Yeah, he did when well, they were in either Dublin or Cardiff on one of the, you know, when there was only like yeah. 11 players in the squad because of the finals or however yeah. many it was. So, yeah, I think he has, you know, he had joined up with the squad. At, he said he knows. At, yeah. He, yeah. He, knew, he knew, didn't he? Well, yeah, potentially. Very strange okay. scenario all in all. Right, let's move on then and have a look at what's been going on the pitch because if that was something that caused controversy there, the on-pitch performance was something to give Lions fans something to cheer. What did you make of it, Dan? Outstanding performance. We completely controlled the game. Set-piece dominance, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Scrum. 100% of the scrums, 100% of the line-out. Um, and we made... A big, massive plus for me was that we kept the you know, the penalty count was, was, was low, wasn't it? Yeah. And then we mentioned yeah, it was twelve, wasn't it, in the last game and four, you know, four in um you know, four in this game and we, we commented didn't we on the pod that it would be uh it would we'd half half the twelve to say to six and I think we'd shave some off that so we called that. Um I think it I'm was, right in saying there was none in the second half. Which is you know, which is really strong to keep that discipline right away till the end yeah. of the game. Yeah, and they they were in um, they were in double figures, weren't they? It was it was really really impressive performance. A number of number of standout you know standout performances um, as a team as well. We uh, thought we played played really well and starting to gel. Still still haven't clicked in all areas, which is um, I take as a positive. Um, you know the final passes etc. and a couple of the running lines, but overall, I mean they will be mighty mighty pleased with that performance. Yeah, I agree. Complete set-piece dominance. You know, the line-out looks exceptional, both in terms of defending it, good clean off the top ball, and the you know the driving mall at times was absolutely destroying them. So yeah. I think that's that's a real positive. Obviously, there was lots of damage caused at scrum time, and I think the the really good news for the Lions is that. You know they they've got to have a good old look at Jaco Piper, who's going to referee the first test as well. Yeah, that's going to that's um, he'll um, yeah obviously he's 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 going to be refing now, isn't he? And um, the way in which he refed the game um, played into our hands quite nicely, didn't it? Um, so yeah, it all it all bodes bodes incredibly incredibly well. Thought that our line speed was exceptional. It put it put them under huge amounts of pressure, and if you put them in, if you put uh, the New Zealanders under pressure, they do make they do make errors, don't they? Um, well, yeah. Can can the Lions go out, put that performance together, and expect to beat the All Blacks next week? Yes, I firmly I firmly believe we can. We scored a lot of points. Yeah, we did. I, I, I agree with that, and I think you know if there, there is that, if anyone it is could have that been... dominant up front. It's going to be you're going to be hard pushed to win the game. I just think that the bit that worries me somewhat is if we don't take those chances, you're going to need you're going to need to score tries because they are going they're going to get over the whitewash. Well, we left we left three tries out there to yeah. win the game, and that's, um, the, bit, that's and the bit that's worrying me. That by now I would have hoped would have clicked. They still look, don't look comfortable scoring tries other than penalty tries or pushovers from five yards. Yeah, I mean, it's. I think it's easier for the forwards to, for the forwards to potentially, potentially gel, um, and they've got it. They're, they're they are a very very tight cohesive unit now, aren't they? For the backs, 
I think you just need. I think you need. I think they need a little bit more time. Mm. Um, it'd be lovely if they, if they, you know, if they were reading each other's lines um, and breaks perfectly, but they're not just yet. And we've seen a number of different, you know, obviously Sexton, you know, Sexton coming in at ten. Ten's the biggest, you know, probably arguably the biggest position on the park, isn't it? Mm. The backs and um, the backs did did well considering I thought, and it was only. You know, it's just that final, final pass, isn't it? Or that that final line. I think you know Jonathan's, you know Jonathan's run. Yeah. Um, could he could he have given it to North? I don't know, if he, if he it, yeah, it was a terrific he, break. It really was, and you're starting it, to see that. That's what we know he's capable of doing. And when it, he gets, it was, yeah. when he plays his when he plays his best, he scores those. As well, I don't care who it's against. You know, when he when he plays his best, he gets. You know, he will get over the line one way or the other. And I think he probably did have that opportunity to to get it to North. And these are the things that you will have to get right next week. Yeah, it was. I mean, I, I watched it back a couple of times. And I think he, if he if he just drifted further out, you know, out to the left in North's direction, then he, he could have got. He would have been able to get his hands free as he so often so often does, and and has done for the Scarlets, you know, um, you know, for the back end of the season anyway. Or he could have put a little a little a little dink through, but. I still think from that we should have scored. He held on to it. North's clear out was um, was so soft for a big man. Yeah. Um, you know, he should he should have you know he should have sort of leveled um, leveled the chap. Um, and then I thought that if we're going to be slightly critical of Sexton, he was on that particular occasion when he took the ball, he was um, he was too flat, and he yeah. needed to stand deeper, organise the back line. We were just confused. We had forwards. We didn't know whether we were going to use the forwards, use the backs, and we were caught in two minds. Um, but that's, you know, that's, in my opinion, that's to be expected. I think time will, well, hopefully, we haven't, we haven't got a great deal well, of time no, now. There is but, no time now. There's training. But on, there's training in yeah, the that's it. Well, it's hopefully on the training paddock, but we all know that you can look fantastic on the training, you know, uh, on the training fields, can't you? But, you know, then when it comes in, the pressure's on, you make an error. But that, for me, summed up. Um, quite a lot. Um, you know, we should have, we should have scored there, mm. um, and we we just didn't. It's those small things, isn't it, that yeah. um, that make a that make a you know big big a big big difference. Um, I think the really but on that thing is you know there's not going to be when it when it comes to the the huge amount of intensity there's going to be next week. Yeah, you can tell that the the lines are going to be up for it. They're going to be ready in that regard. Um, you know, ready for one hell of a battle, and certainly up front. You know, I don't want to come across overly negative here because they were so dominant, and that could be something that just really, really disrupts New Zealand. You know, it's something that if they do get a real good hiding up front, which if they carry on the lines like they did against against uh, the Maori All Black and against Crusaders, it's not unthinkable to think that they could give them a real damn good hiding in. Um, uh, at the set piece. Yeah, I mean the the All Blacks know what's coming, don't they? So it's whether or not they can uh, they can do anything to count to mm. you know to counteract it, and they'll 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 have a few uh, they'll have a few tricks up their up their sleeve, uh, legal or not, <laughs> um, to try and counteract us. But it's whether or not you know it's whether or not uh, they can, isn't it? Everyone you know when when. When Wales were playing fantastically well, and uh, the so-called Warren Ball, everyone knew what we were going to do, what we were going to do, but nobody could stop it, could they? So um, we'll see. Plus, we played against, the, you know, we played against the starting front row, haven't we? And um, we went well. 
Um, I set piece was brilliant. I mean, you know, it's, 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 the stats are there, aren't they? Um, but I saw there's, there's a lot of positives um, in the way in which we were playing. Uh, you know, playing playing the loose play. Um, I think a big positive was that we didn't overcommit players to the to, to the ruck, which um, which allowed you know the likes of O'Brien to stand at first receiver on occasions. Um, and obviously he doesn't get stopped, does he, by by one yeah. by one man? He'll always take he'll and always draw suck. in. Yeah, yeah, he'll, he'll suck in a few. Um, we then had like Matho quite often standing outside O'Brien, which I liked, yeah. and it, and Itoji on his inside. So it was really nice to see, you know, to see that uh, that smart play then, um, with then the likes of um, uh, Peter Armani being being you know way out wide in the flanks. Um, so it was, we created quite a few mismatches, which led to to Jonathan, you know, then being able to on that particular um, 60s minute move when he, he was then able to drop back inside on the you know, expose the um, he was one of the one of the front robots that he that he that he caught um, and make the you know make the line break on the inside. So it was lovely little bits that just you know, just because we scored, we we we're not you know we're not talking about them as much as maybe we. Uh, you know we should be really. Um, slight concerns, but I, I do think we'll uh, we'll get there. I think what we have learned is we're going to know a fair amount, especially with the team being announced today for the Chiefs team. We're going to know pretty much what that starting lineup is. So I just want to concentrate on that now. Start with the front row. What are you? Who are you expecting in the front row? For me, it looks. Uh, you know, I think it's going to be that front row that started. Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah, there won't be uh, there won't be any change there won't be any change there. Really. I thought that Ken Owen, Ken played well when he came on. Obviously, yeah. spilled one spilled one ball, didn't he? But um, with the likes of um, you know the partnerships with with George and and Cruz and uh, Itoji, knowing each other so well, we, we can't break that up in my opinion. Okay, does that mean it's uh, Cruz and Itoji in the second row, or is Alan Wynne Jones going to get a place? It's a tough one for me that because I'm a massive fan of Adam Wayne Jones, but I I I wouldn't separate them. Mm. There was there was a moment that I really liked watching the game back today with Itoji and Cruz, and it was just before it was on the 46th minute when there was a key scrum, and uh, Itoji just gave Cruz a hug just before they went down scrummage, and it wasn't for the you know it wasn't for the cameras, but it was just. They, those two don't want to let each other down. Yeah. They obviously don't want to let they don't let anyone you know any, anyone down on the on the whole park. But you know when you've got a, a partnership like that, it will feel as if they you know they I just can't they just don't want to lose. Yeah. And I just think we'll lose a little bit. We'll lose a little bit of momentum if Alan Wynn comes in. Um, and I've swung back and forth on this. I think last week I was saying to you that Alan Wynn should be there. Yeah. But after that. I wouldn't break him up. No, I don't think what, you can. What's your opinion? Yeah, I, I've. It's been a real difficult one. I, the only argument I could see is potentially that Laws will add more. Uh, sorry, Laws. Uh, Itoji will add more off the bench than Alan Wynn might. I just think that you know the sheer physicality when you we're going to need a real impact bench, and I think Itoji is you know will bring that explosiveness into the last twenty twenty five minutes of the game. But then I also just have it, having seen how good he was and how good the pair of them were together, I think I, I now, if I was picking the side, I don't think you would 
I don't think you split them up. I'm inclined to really. Yeah, I thought about that with the bench, but then I feel that uh, by not having him starting, we lack that uh, that real sort of that real energy and impetus that he, that he has from 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 minute one. And yeah. you know, he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't lose that. I mean, when he scored his try, a lot of the other players were walking back, as you tend to do when you score a try. You know, you stroll back, you have a chat, and you know, a couple of high fives. He he ran back mm. to get to get set up, and he's just. His concentration is there. His fitness is something else. Um, I, yeah, he's got a start for me. Yeah, no, I think I'd agree with that. Right, back row. Sam Warburton's going to miss out here, I think. I, I've got a feeling Warburton will start. Really? That's a big call. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Which will be... Uh, O'Brien... He'd be mighty unlucky because he had a fine game, didn't he? I um, thought he was very good again. I think the balance of that back row looks spot on. I've been so impressed with Omani. I think Peter Omani for me, I you know, I go I go that I go that same back row and I'd give Peter Omani the captaincy. Yeah, I mean I I, I wouldn't mind that. Um at all. I just feel that um Gatlin's gonna Gatlin will go with uh with Omani. Omani at six. Obviously, uh, Farah Tower eight and uh, and Warburton, uh, Warburton at seven, um, just because of his the way he sort of well the way the way he leads in uh, in big games, but he's, he's chatting to the ref and the way that he'll slow. He's an out and he's an out and out seven, isn't he? he is. I just feel that I think that's the that's the other thing though is with Yako Piper referee in the game. I think it's a bit of a lottery at the breakdown. So you could have one of those days where Sam wins three legal turnovers and he gets pinged for two of them. So I actually think that this is the one occasion because Omani will be slowing ball down, Toby will be slowing ball down, O'Brien slows a lot of ball down. I actually think it's one of those games where you can have that extra bit of go forward, which O'Brien will provide. You know, Sam's a great carrier in his own right. But I just think O'Brien is in that little bit, you know, he's in that bit of better form and he's probably fitter than, than Sam is. Sam's faced the usual kind of fitness problems going into the test series. So as tough a call as it is, and again, you know, I've, I'm one of the biggest fans there is of Sam Wolverton, but I could I could see him missing out on Saturday. Yeah, I I, I can see I can see that happening. Um and it's a good point you make about um about possibly um, you know Sam missing out on this on this occasion because of the, because of Yako. Well, we've always said point. horses for courses, um, haven't we? You know, we've argued that on occasions you might want to pick a Welsh back row that has that has Warburton and Tipperick in it, and on other occasions you might want Warburton and Moriarty as your as your flankers. So I actually think that you know you kind of got to practice what you preach here a bit, and and in my opinion that would be. That would, I don't think that would be um, I don't think that'd be an unfair selection, but you know we'll see. Again, it's a really good problem to have. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, I mean, um, Sean O'Brien can only start if if Omani's there for me because of the the dark arts and the, and the well, work I think that Oma- I, I think Omani, the work Omani does. Oh yeah, I, I absolutely yeah he's um, he's been brilliant. Um, but if he wasn't at six, if it was someone else, if it was Moriarty, say, or something like that, then we wouldn't we wouldn't see it. We wouldn't see O'Brien at seven, would we? But no, probably. He, not. Um, he did a he did um, with Falatel being an absolute workhorse, and and Omani 
in the same mould. It does allow O'Brien um, to do what he can do best, which isn't, you know, which is which is carry. Um, it's a number of other things, but you you wouldn't always associate them with a, with a seven. Um, I think that's why I'm I'm caught a little bit yeah. um, with O'Brien. But when you do take in, when you start looking at the other players and the balance, then yeah, it's a good shout, isn't it? Maybe you know Sam uh, Sam could well miss out. On this on this occasion. Okay, what about the backs? Conor Murray, he'll take that nine shirt, presumably. Yes, yeah, it's a surf, isn't it? And will I mean Farrell will be alongside him as ten? Yeah, I did think Sexton played very well. Yeah, I thought um, he did. I thought he did. Um, you know, he's, he had a really rough start to the tour and he's come back quite strongly. To be fair to him. So yeah, yeah, he has. he's been given a lot of chances, hasn't he? Because of uh, yeah, I think just because he's been injured in the Blues game, which yeah. he's got an extra bit of time. But you know, I think he's he's made um, he's made good on it. So I think that's yeah, he, you know that's fair play, fair play to him. But I do think he'll be on the bench, and then Tio and Davis alongside him. Yeah, Tio. Uh, Tio carried uh, made some great great yards again. Doesn't run that inside so, line really well. He does, doesn't he? They must have known he was coming, but they can't stop him. Um, if only he can get the uh, get his get his offloads. Um, I mean that that final run he made late on. He ran, I think he ran right, didn't he? Instead of instead of going left, yeah. he ran away from his he ran away from his only supporting yeah. player. I think Stuart Barnes and uh, uh, Greenwood were saying, you know, we need to have more runners, you know, on the left on the inside. There was a runner. We just didn't we didn't we didn't, we didn't go towards him. Yeah, I mean, um, that is that is a concern for me. I think that that centre partnership. I think they're the two most informed players in those positions. I think they will definitely start. The thing that worries me is they they both have weaknesses in when it comes to the passing game. You know, I think Jonathan Jonathan's passing is is the weakest element of his game. Defensively, he's outstanding. He's a brilliant strike runner. He's physically strong. Um, he's got a great left peg on him as well, but yeah, um, he kicked well, didn't he? Yeah, he's, he's um, on the. You know, he's, I'm a massive fan of him, but I would say I don't think his passing is his strongest, his strongest suit. You know, he's a wonderful finisher, but it's it's not always his his strongest thing. And Tio definitely has a weakness when it comes to when it comes to passing. So I don't know if that is a bit of a worry. Like I said, no, no passing from the centres, then yeah, you call well, it. I'm, wor- I'm worried about that. I am worried about it, and. You know, we'll, we'll kind of see how it see how it plays out. Uh, but I, yeah, I defence. Expect, uh, <laughs> but you know, that's the thing is if he defense makes a break, power. if Tia makes a break and he gets caught, and then then he offloads it to uh, he offloads it to a supporting runner who gets in under the sticks. It kind of doesn't matter. So yeah, I, I don't know. I think it is. I think it could it could be a problem if we if we find the game plan doesn't go our way, and then you might be having to look at shaking things up and maybe shipping Owen Farrell into the centre and and Johnny Sexton on at ten. Yeah, yeah. One one thing I would like to see, which uh, you know, I'm usually pretty risky versus these things, but um, is Halfpenny uh, anticipating Tio breaking or or Jonathan mm. and taking and and just literally running that vertical line um, with those two. He he he, he, off, he won't want to do it because if if it goes, you know, if it goes wrong and, and he'll be out of position and no one no one will be at home. But I think mm. if he gives. If he gives um, gives North and uh, uh, you know Watson say a nod, and then you know, they know what's coming because if he gets on the end of something, he'll he'll be through like a bullet, won't he? Um, I think that'd be a really positive, you know, positive move. So that's something I'd quite like to see. Um, I picked up that Jonathan 
made their outside back, or I felt made their outside backs kick when they should have held on to the ball yeah. because of his defensive organisation. So he was just moving around the outside backs on a bit of string, and then they were kicking it, and he was you could just see him tick, you know, kicking it off in his head, saying, "What? Well, I've influenced that. I've made that. I made that happen." Um, such a gifted player. Um, I, I was really enjoying those those little bits from him. But yeah, we've been talking yeah. about his defence for a long time, haven't we? Yeah, and then into the back three, this is where I think there's a couple of there could be. Yeah, there could be things up for grabs. I think North will get the nod on reputation. I don't think he's really clicked so far on tour. But, you know, when he does... Gallon's a big fan. Best, you know, and he is he is a test match animal when he hits um, when he hits the right notes. So I fully expect him to start. I would expect it to be Halfpenny and Watson alongside him. How about you? Uh, Halfpenny's half is a definite, isn't he? Um, North. I think North will probably be there, yeah, because Gatlin's um, a big fan, but it's it's on uh, reputation, isn't it, but as opposed to form, certainly, at the moment. Okay. Um, especially after that howler he made, didn't he, when he chased back, and I know the ball's wet and the surface is wet, but he should never have made well it. Halfpenny half penny should have stayed inside there. There was so much room that he should have trusted North to make the claim. and then Yeah, I think it says a lot about... Him, and that, that in itself worried me a bit. I think um, that says a lot about uh, about Halfpenny's uh, you know belief or lack of in, in North because he's, he's he's got frailties, isn't he? And he would have thought, shit, you know, he's not going to handle he's not going to handle this well, so he so he rushed up. But uh, North made him look silly. You know, he should he should never have got to that. So all the all the blame, in my opinion, is with uh, is with North. Um, but uh, I Watson, I think there's if. For me, if there's a if there's a space, it's it's, we, it's Watson potentially, or or North. I'm I'm wondering whether um, you know whether whether Liam, if he if he goes well, could potentially work his uh, work his way in. Um, I think I think both Liam and Daly have got are playing on Tuesday, and they might be shooting it out for the bench spot. Yeah, you know they're both yeah. in a couple of positions. Um, you know, particularly Daly's I think one wing spot is if if somebody goes very very well, could uh, I don't think could take. Start, I don't think you're going to start someone, you know, because if even if let's say Liam has an amazing game and he plays fifty, you know, he scores two tries and comes off after fifty minutes, they're not going to put him into the into the Test match team. Having right, after fifty, 50 minutes. Yeah, after fifty though, if he, if he, you know, he's feeling good, you know, confidence is riding high, you know. And after the the damage um, that he caused New Zealand, you know, last, mm. uh, you know, on last tour, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I'd, I'd, be very, I just, I'd be very surprised if anyone in that starting side. But no one's impressed on the wings, have they? It's been so, nobody's no, played particularly well ball either, have they? To be fair, no, they haven't. To be fair, I mean, it's not the not the game plan um, we've been going for, is it? But um, um, I think what because Watson um, he missed a couple of um, you know from the uh, from, from from the kickoffs and when the when we box kicked he missed a couple of I think it was two tackles that he missed and if we're gonna you know we're gonna play that game with Murray putting, putting the ball up in the air which we are gonna we need the wingers to you know to firstly challenge don't we and then not miss those tackles um, and so I'm wondering whether. Uh, yeah, there might be an opening there for Liam or Daly. 
to um, yeah to take that away from uh, either Watson or or North. But we'll have to see, won't we, on that? We will, and we won't have to. Wait. I quite like the or one thing I quite like, I quite like the tactic of um, when Watson actually leapt up and instead of challenging for the ball, he he, he was tapping the ball back. I think he did it yeah. on one occasion. I thought that could be. That could be a tactic that we could that we could use. Yeah, it's a lot safer. The on, yeah. It minimises the knock on, and it also, you know, you could also say that it, it, it's you're less likely to actually clatter into someone and then get a yellow because, you know, if you get a yellow against uh, against New Zealand, against the All Blacks, they'll probably put they'll probably score ten points when they they tend to average about ten twelve points. You know, you know when it, when a yellow's there, so I don't know. That's something that we could use maybe. Could well do, and we won't have to wait too much longer to to find out exactly what that team is. And obviously, we will be running through that in our usual Thursday podcast. So we'll have all the reaction to the Chiefs game and look ahead to that first test, which will be just around the corner, which is a massively exciting thought. So make sure you tune in later on in the week for that one. Just quickly, then to finish, um, the team for the Chiefs was announced um, was announced today, which is as we record this, which is Sunday. I'll just quickly run through that. So it's Joe Marler, Roy Best, Dan Cole, Ian Henderson, Courtney Laws, James Haskell, CJ Stander, Justin Tipperick, Laidlaw and Bigger halfbacks, Henshaw and Payne in the centre, Noel Daly and Liam are the back three. And then that bench featuring uh, featuring the, the six new players who've been called up. So Dacey, Dell, Francis, Hill, Alamin Jones, and then Gareth Davis, Finn Russell and Tommy Seymour. So uh, yeah, that's the, the I guess the, the kind of the, the last remaining tour game to get out of the uh, to get out of the way. Must be a bit of a bittersweet one that um, that Dan. Not only for those players we've mentioned earlier who've been called up late, but there'll be a few players in there who will be disappointed to miss out on the test side. Yeah, there will be. It does. I do feel they've got a good. Um, it looks as if they've got a good team spirit there, doesn't it? Um, so they'll. Yeah, you know, they'll still they'll go out there when they and give and give it absolutely everything, um, and they'll just be supporting the boys then, won't they, on the uh, you know on the Saturday. But there's a long way to go, isn't it? There's still, there's a big big part of the tour left. That's why the the decisions that Gatlin's made are so are so peculiar because you know we've got we've got three incredibly hard um, or the hardest, haven't we, uh, games that uh, that anyone could ever play play in. Exactly. Yeah. So. There's a lot of rugby still to be played, so that that'll be a that'll be yeah. The players will know that, won't they? They're only it only takes for an injury or someone needs to not play particularly well, and, uh, and there'll be someone stepping up. I thought Ian Henderson had another fine fine game. Yeah, I've been really impressed um, the way he's bounced back. He had a terrible first game against New Zealand Barbarians, and then has has put in a couple of really good performances. Yeah, because it's been difficult. It's, it, it seems to be a difficult tour, doesn't it, for some of the players that have that have not played particularly well to actually then get back to. Or will show what they're really, you know, how good they really are. Um, but he's someone that has that has done it. Um, so I'm really, really excited to see him, uh, to see him play again. We just we need we need these we need all the players playing literally as well as they possibly can do, can't they? So they're forcing the, uh, you know, forcing the the first team as they're not. Exactly. I think you've got to you've got to look at it that way. If, as disappointing as it is, if you miss out, you know, the the way so you we, bank, we need... the way you bounce back is massively uh, is massively important. So we need one hell of a performance, please, from uh, Corey Hill, Christian Dacey, Dell, and the likes. Ready to start the second test. Yeah, and I'm behind him now. You know, 
it's, uh, yeah, it's no, you know, that's, that's the thing. Is as, as strange as the decision is, like you said, the important thing is it's not the player's fault. So it would be nice to see to see those players go well off the bench and and actually, you know, us to appreciate the you know appreciate the fact that they've got the opportunity and it's, you know it's not their fault. Yeah. And if they go on and play well, then uh, you know hats off to them. I got a question for you. Go on. Out of, the, out of those players, do you think that uh, we'll see any of them start in any of the tests? Why? Wow. Okay. Um, no, and no, I don't think we'll see. I don't think we'll we'll see that because I think the only ones that you would potentially could see in a test jersey would be Gareth Davis or Finn Russell, and I don't think we're going to get down that level. I think, like you say, if there was any more injuries, they'd probably call out um, call out a few others. You know, if, if both Sexton and Farrell got injured, I still think Bigger would would start ahead of Russell. So no, I don't think I don't think that's going to happen. And yeah. I think we're going to see more see players called up as well. Called up, yeah, it looks that looks that way, doesn't it? I can see. I think Gareth Davis will will actually uh, will work his way into. Uh, it'd be, I think he'll be on the bench in one of the tests. I, 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 if uh, I could see something, you know, if there's a potato, if there's an in, if there's an in well, Yeah, I mean, Laylor's not really impressed anyone, has he? You know, I, I think he's, um, I think he's unlikely to, um, unlikely to feature in any of those test match squads. So if there is an injury to Webb and Murray and they're both susceptible to it, you could be right that, that Davis, uh, that Davis ends You'd up there. You'd be with that, wouldn't it? Yeah, you would, but then it's I also, I wouldn't write off, you know, as we know, Gats has got no time for sentiment. I wouldn't write off there being a, um, you know, call up for Danny Care or or someone else. So, you know, we'll we'll have to wait and see on that one. And as I say, you can join us when uh, when we return on Thursday. So make sure you have a listen to us. Um, you have a listen to us then, which can be your perfect warm up ahead of the the uh, the first test, which uh, we're all very excited about. And let us know your opinion as always by getting in touch with us on Twitter at Attacking Scrum or by searching for us on Facebook and leave us a review and subscribe on iTunes. Uh, We'll speak to you later on in the week. Thanks for your time, Dan. Cheers, Jed. And we'll speak to we'll speak to you all on Thursday. Thanks. Podcast Network.